What's up? It's Heavy Soil Podcast. If you don't know, name no. What's up? Uh, <laughs> dumbest fucking intro. Welcome to the Heavy Sweater Podcast. My name's John King. If this is your first time listening, a Heavy Sweater Podcast is a deep dive in the beginnings of musicians and bands of the heavy variety. And this week, I am having a chat with Lotus Born. They're a band from Sydney, post-hardcore band, really fucking cool. Newer band. They're a newer band, but they're really fucking sick. Um... You've probably seen their new single, Public Enemy, featured on Hardcore Keem. Uh, as of yesterday, they were on Short, Fast and Loud as part of the New Noise segment of Triple J Short, Fast and Loud. Really sick shit. Um, I sit down with Sahada and Reese to have a chat about their entire journey through heavy music almost together. Um, it's really interesting. Once they like link up, they kind of just play music together sort of like on the side and then as like a live performing band which is really cool really interesting those dudes are really really cool to talk to um really down to earth just like yeah they, they get it which is sick so i'm keen to see what they do over the next year in 2023 um and another thing last episode this i didn't put this out on a weekend all right this is coming out on a school night so um, life's been real busy for me so I did the last episode of the podcast with Ben Neb Boy the chip one if you haven't heard that go check it out it's really fucked um, yeah so I put that out and then I've just been so busy with life that I haven't really had time to edit the podcasts because I've said in here before I'll say it again now I'm pretty lazy <laughs> um, I don't really edit them until the week that I'm putting them out even though I like I will record some and bank them up um, but this one was one I didn't edit until today. Um, I'm putting it out on Thursday and it's edited right now, Thursday morning at 10.50. So yeah, um, with all that being said, it's Thursday and you know what that mean. Yeah, hit the music please, my guy. Hey guys, how you doing? Not bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, sick. I just took a Claritine. So Oh, excellent. Yeah. So had an itchy eye way. and I was like, no, nope, nope, don't want it. I got a I got a couple Asahis lined up. Got, yeah, uh, sick. Got my comfy chair on, I'm ready. Fuck yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. I just have a water, just a solitary water. Yeah. Uh, same. <laughs> Wet boys every day. <laughs> Well, we'll get into everything with music and like, where is, where like, where does it all begin? What's the first heavy band for each of you that like sort of makes you think like, that's pretty fucking sick. Oh man. Like from the beginning of it, you're starting at your obvious, like, I remember being given a 13 gig USB full of just like Aussie hardcore or anything that was mad popular at the time. So Reese, you're going to tell, you're going to show our age, man. I <laughs> yeah well that was that's what it got like we, we you couldn't stream well i didn't know how to stream music so yeah, yeah. like legally download shit so i got given a 13 gig usb had like parkway drive baron brona yeah uh, a bit of hand of mercy yeah um like all shit that like now like some newer fans today are like what the fuck is that yeah um baron and verona in my opinion are one of the most underrated australian bands of all time holy shit i like yeah. i've been saying this for a long time they're I was that one fucking incredible shows yeah i thought I, like where's the love for this band <laughs> yeah i watched hand of mercy play their final like their their reunion shows with buried in verona as direct support 
I, oh, was, that's the show I was. Yeah, that's the exact show I was talking about. Fucking so sick! It was so Amazing. sick. That really, that last album was really like. Yeah, the best it, thing it really they ever done. It was and didn't get enough attention. No, nah, it was no, fucking. It was depressing that people didn't give that attention. The re- like that album, the respect it needs. Send them this podcast so they know because they yeah. they need to know. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was my gateway drug. See, um, and ever since oh, that was before I even knew there was a heavier type of music out there. Like I started on like your your Linkin Parks, your Sunbury yeah, yeah. ones, gateway that kind bands. of shit, and then yeah, yeah I heard Parkway and I was like killing with a smile, and I was like, holy shit. That'll get you. <laughs> like, It'll get you every time. Yeah. That or oh. sharks in your mouth from prom queen. <laughs> yeah. Another one. Any, everything yeah. craft is on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, fuck but, yeah. Sick. What about you, man? Yeah. I would say, so I was a slightly different part. And, I, and I'd say in general, even though like we're a heavy band, everyone in the band has very, very different influences. So like, yeah. I think Reese, as he said, is like typical, like not typical, but like, the very like typical Aussie, Aussie hardcore, hardcore. <laughs> yeah 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 whereas like Brendan um our bass player and the other vocalist is um really into like more like American metalcore bands so, like all yeah. bands red and like more like technical bands as well yeah. um whereas so Edwin and I grew up together uh okay like really similar uh, Edwin is a drummer sorry yeah um he was the one that really got me into, I guess, heavier bands. Like okay. Breaking Benjamin um, was like sort of that gateway to it. And like he was the one that really grew up listening to metal. But okay. I grew up listening to like Japanese rock bands. Okay. Um, like I will sort of unapologetic, unapologetically say I'm a bit of a weeb. Um, <laughs> and when I was, yeah, so like I don't know if you guys remember this, but like I mean, it was predominantly on YouTube. Um, as yeah. opposed to having the full episodes of an anime, it would yeah. have like like a three minute AMV with like hardcore music or like some rock tunes blasting in yeah, the background. Yeah, fucker. Yeah. Uh, like just like Tony Hawk's pro skater kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's how the interest started. And then in my high school, like for whatever reason, a lot of people listened to J Rock. And I was introduced to this band called Elegarden. Um, and that's just what got me hooked where I was like, if I can learn how to play guitar, or, and if I can learn how to speak Japanese, I'll be able to like, un- like get involved in this scene a bit more. Um, and that's how it started, just as like a way to kind of get better at the language um, okay. in terms of like learning learning music. And then I ended up studying it and living there. But definitely started out with like anime as a bit of a gateway. <laughs> Sick. Oh, that's rad. I remember <clears throat> as a kid, I don't know if it was like a real thing or not, but like dragon ball z fights with like disturbed yeah. songs on them oh yeah and i yeah, was like yeah. that's cool like that's really fucking sick at that time i was like a little <laughs> emo fucking loser and i was like yeah that's that's my music with the thing that's I the like. thing <laughs> yeah and but like funnily enough and like i think it would only really click to me as like i want to do like i guess heavy music and be in a band where um marcus bridge like there was a guy in my high school that went was in a band with marcus bridge when they yeah. were in high school so like therefore like everyone in the school would like always go to their shows yeah um, and I, I think seeing it in person and seeing it in front of you yeah is how like most kids kind of get into heavy music where it's like you're part of that scene you really feel it uh when you're in that live setting it's right in front of yeah, you yeah. and that's kind of what got me hooked Fuck um it. Yeah, and then I think that's how we even, like, Reese and I became friends uh, and we kind of in, ended yeah. up starting the band was we had a computing class together in uni uh, <laughs> and we built a website. And 
It just I sat next to the one other guy that looked like a dirty emo. Yeah, you know, <laughs> emo fringes. And like, yeah, I was like, that's the guy. <laughs> and then both our websites happened to be like emo websites, except like oh, I had all these like Japanese hardcore bands, and he had like the Aussie hardcore. And yeah, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> that's <Yeah>. fucking <laughs> sick. That's wild. So that's where it all starts for you. <clears throat> And for music, for you, it's going to shows. Like, that's what you're like, I can do that too. It's going to shows. I guess for me, I've I spent all, like, the years before COVID, like, every two weeks, every three weeks, I'd be at any kind of show. Yeah, yeah. Like, for, for years, like, my whole young adult life, and even before that. Um, So I loved being a punter and going to those kind of things. And then, I guess, during this whole COVID lockdown, I was like, fuck this, I'm going to make my own my own stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, like... um. Just being part of that. Like, I've always loved the Aussie hardcore scene. Like, best scene in the world. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I guess just being given a chance to be, you know, part of, like, a small instrument of that. Yeah, yeah. And that big thing. Fuck yeah. So was there any band in particular where you're like, I could probably do that as well? Oh, no, no, never looked at a band and thought, I could do that. But I was like, <laughs> I, I'll, I I'll get out. I have never, I've never looked at a band and thought, like, oh, yeah, I could do that. I've been like, wow. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I've definitely thought like I could add my own version of that into the world, you know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not so much that like oh we we can do that too we can do it better. It's more like what they have created in that moment. I also want to create, and we think yeah. that we can get that get to that point. Okay. I think even um, like one of our philosophies as a band has always kind of been fuck it and just do it anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, um, and it's paid off a lot of the time. See. Um. Like we, we always had a bit of a philosophy. Like, so since everyone, obviously we all liked heavy music, but like slightly yeah. different kind of limbs to that. We have like a very diplomatic process to like writing our music where we mm. all try and bring in our different elements. Yeah. Um, and we like to think that that shows in our songs. Obviously we haven't released everything we have, but yeah, um, yeah more and more we just try and bring those styles in. And like we've never set out going like, we have to sound like North Lane or we have yeah. to sound like, crystal lake it's more like we like creating and we're just going to bring in the elements we have and see where yeah. we take it yeah yeah picking from like your own individual tastes and making something unique to you guys mm-hmm. yeah see well, yeah. exactly we took a bit of like a punk rock elements and i love heavy beat down so i was like well let me throw some <laughs> yeah, yeah um so it, it's kind of funny sometimes but like again fuck it like yeah, yeah. sometimes you kind of need that like attitude where like when we put out our first song, I was like, I don't really give a fuck about like appeasing anybody's opinions. Mm. Like, I'm just gonna this song's called Rat Fucked and it's gonna stay that. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> not gonna awesome. I'm not gonna change it. I love actually our uh, last single that we dropped last year, um, we got from a was it a filthy Frank video? Yeah. Uh, welcome, welcome to the rice fields, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kept yeah, that yeah. name all the way up until the drop. Yeah, no, but I was just like, fuck, like, if, like, being creative means that some people don't listen to it because that is fucking the title, I don't care. If having fucking the title gets it not played on the radio, I don't care. We put it out, and then two weeks later, Redbeard hit us up and was like, we're playing it on short, fast, and loud this week. Like, I was like, sick. Fantastic. That's fucking awesome. That's exactly what you want. Yeah. But I I was just like, fuck, I care. I think being an artist in general, but, but, like, particularly in, like, our lane of like heavier music it's like you have to have a level of like disregard in the sense of like you're doing something like you're creating something you like and you're putting it out there people gravitate towards it great but like 
you shouldn't ever expect it or be trying to create something for a reaction. Yeah. Then I think you lose the genuineness, which is like yeah, yeah. so important to like the the scene and the genre. Yeah, you you want to be creating the reaction instead of chasing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's how like, all the chases. best fans did it because mm. they just didn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck. It's it's meant to be against the grain. Like the culture of heavy music is like not for everybody. So like, if you do something and somebody that's in the heavy scene wants to gatekeep it, like fuck them. Like, what's their opinion to me? Yeah, there's been um a lot of a uh, well, I don't know. Scenes changed a bit in the last few years, especially like obviously the whole COVID thing. Really, it's a lot healthier. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a, a lot, lot more healthier. acceptance. I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed a, <laughs> lot a lot more healthier. acceptance. Um. A lot more exposure as well. Like a lot mm-hmm. more people, um, not as just instantly turned off by anything with a harsh vocal. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's to blame for that exactly. I don't know if it's the TikToks. I don't know if it's something, but who like, knows? who knows? But I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Overexpose the heavies. Stop this May fucking well. bliss and so hype. Fuck those dudes. Oh, I just saw a video <laughs> today of um Post Malone screaming at his show. Oh, he's the goat. Yeah. Did, you, the did you just say Bliss and Esso, actually? Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Fuck I them. literally just, fuck my housemate and all his mates literally just went out to their show in Sydney tonight. Yuck. <laughs> I Yuck. was like, I'm staying home, mate. <laughs> yeah. But no, Posty's a G. I saw him on like the like Australian Beer Bongs and Bentleys tour and he like did oh, Rockstar and at the end he's just doing like fucking gutturals. I was like, gutturals this dude's sick shit. as fuck because like he grew up awesome. playing like in Ask Alexandria cover band. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Full yeah, warp yeah. to a sweater. And I'm like, this is my people. Like, fuck. Yeah, he's the guy. <laughs> yeah. But how, like, even that just speaks volumes to how you can do a certain thing and incorporate something that might not be as mainstream popular and still yep. have it slap. Yep. Literally. Yeah, he's like awesome. baking the culture of like heavy music into the mainstream oh. without it being if you a poser. Like, exactly. Like, what if you cop like, um, like Ariana Grande and her next track just dropping mean fucking. That's the end of uh, <laughs> yeah. like, be sick. I mean, I'd be like, that's appropriation of my culture. <laughs> I'm not okay with okay. that. That is that is the other side of the. <laughs> yeah. That's the other side of the coin. I'm yeah. very I'd, happy that the scene is getting intense exposure. Oh, I'd gatekeep like, the fuck out of her. I'd be like, you're not welcome. I love, I love the scene getting the attention it deserves, but I'm also a little bit of a like, oh yeah. I remember where I came from, yep. you know? Yeah, when I was yeah, a yeah. kid, I was getting called gay slurs for liking yeah. his music. Fuck y'all. You had, <laughs> like, like, yeah, you, you don't know what it was like to be me. Suddenly, yeah. like, I blinked and then I'm old and jaded. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you I, have to be. Oh, fuck. One uh, week into the, into the local scene, you're like, this place fucking sucks. Yeah, fuck you, you all guys these don't bands, remember. Fucking losers. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I saw Parkway play here. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even know what fucking Dad Rock was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sick. Question on that one, and like I find this really interesting. Where like, I noticed, like growing up, I never saw the scene as like the Aussie scene. It's just like those are the bands in the area. That's what everyone listens to. Yeah. Um, and then like even like as I said, when I was overseas and like I was in Japan, it's like those are the bands in the area. But like now, I feel it's like there's a Aussie hardcore scene, there's a Japanese hardcore scene, there's a US hardcore scene, and like everyone is like it's almost like a brand. And like yeah. I've always been curious, like what is an Aussie hardcore sound like? Like, how do you distinguish, like, what's in that genre? Does that mean, like, you're just from Australia or is there a particular actual sound? I don't think there's a particular sound because, like, it's so, like, broad where, like, to, like, to subgenre, like, for a a hardcore band, I'd say Speed is, like, 
the biggest hardcore band in Australia. But if it was like a metalcore band, like Alpha Wolf are probably the top dogs at the moment. I love that. So it's like there's different like shades of it, but it's like speed. I reckon if you were like, oh, they're an American band, people would be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. So in my mind, it's more of a it's more of a feeling. Yeah. Less than a thing. It's more of a feeling. It might even like, be more um, of a work ethic. Yeah, oh, it's that's also true. A very uh, DIY attitude almost. Yeah. Because Australian um, bands grind hard. Like I've never been in America and been to an American show or whatever, but I've watched plenty of videos and I've always thought like this just doesn't quite look like a Aussie hardcore show. Hmm. This feels like something different altogether. I'm not really quite yeah. sure how to explain it, but I feel like there's a inherent difference that you'd feel. For sure. Mm. Especially like straight hardcore. Like if you were to like look at a hate five six video, like their hardcore mm. shows are like nothing Whoa. here other than speed. Yeah. Like speed's last show yeah. was like that. I was like, that's a hate five six show. That's like, insane. Straight up. But then like you go to like a normal show and it's like it's not like that at all. Everybody's on the floor, bunch of people mm-hmm. in the back folding their arms with the fucking yeah, impre- yeah, the impress yeah. me bro bullshit. Ah uh, yeah. That's um <laughs> yeah. that's my yeah. we were we were even talking recently. We played a last show and it went really well, but um it was a crowd that was uh, a bit prog metal-y for us and yeah. we're very um metalcore hardcore. So prog metal guys very, very just high like, energy. Yeah. yeah, observers. They definitely just want to watch. And I'm sort of like I feed off crowd. Like in fact, yeah. like one of the main things I've only ever wanted out of band is just have a bunch of dudes I don't know throwing fists, you know, having a great time. Yeah, yeah. Um and that's all I need. That's all yeah. I need out of music. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but like, unfortunately, like when you're playing to a crowd that's like not really familiar with you or familiar with your sound, you get the classic horseshoe of like, you'll have just like that semicircle yeah. at the front and then everybody yeah, yeah. doesn't want to get hit. So they just stand further back yeah. and you're like, come the fuck up here. Yeah. I'm not like, sure what I, yeah. I don't know what I find. By the side, like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. It like, is as, hard. Like I do, I love open floor, but when there's that semicircle and no one's yeah. quite in it, I'm going to be like, mm. yeah, you like get in and they're like, oh, and then like slightly oh, shuffle forward. <laughs> and then you're like, it's fine. The fucking, the two step ninja fighting losers will fucking settle down. Yeah. Come up here. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Mm. It's not, it's like the really yeah. like weird dichotomy where like people go to shows to enjoy music, but then they kind of stand back from it. Well, yeah. it's funny, like, to our very first show uh, at a venue and then probably almost one of our best to date still was at a, uh, it was a mixed bill. Um, when yeah. it sold out venue, there was like 150 oh, yeah, people yeah. there. Um, but it was a predominantly SoundCloud rap. Okay. And some of it was pretty alt, maybe a bit of like a couple light screams and stuff. Um, yeah. Very pumpy and stuff, all really cool. But um, we were the only sort rap. of band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was just rap. And then uh, we thought like, oh man, these guys are probably going to walk out on us or who knows. Um, everyone got into it. Everyone yeah. loved it. We thought, we were like, I was dumbfounded by the response yeah. we got. And we, yeah. I was like, I hope every show is like this, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's like a massive crossover, especially now. Like I've spoken about it a couple of times. Like when we were younger, it was like you either listened to like heavy music or you listen to rap music or you listen to country music or you listen to pop music. But the radio was like everything was getting played all at once. Like you'd be able to hear like Lincoln Park and the used and my chemical romance. And then you'd be able to hear like the pop shit at the time and the rock shit. So like we all kind of grew up listening to all of this music all the time. But now we're like older, we're like, we could just mix it together and it's fine. Yeah. Why not? 
do you reckon it's like as opposed to the genre which i think when you're growing up as you said was a big deal it's more about like the energy yeah. like yeah i felt like at that show that reese was talking about where it's like mainly rappers it's like they were all high energy and yeah. our band like kind of matched that energy so the yeah. crowd kind of really dug it yeah there was no like um, lull in the the show vibe yeah whereas yeah. if it was like a i don't know some neo soul kind of kind of acoustic pop night and then yeah, we yeah. came on they'd be like, like what the that fuck? Would, yeah it wouldn't hit <laughs> yeah, yeah wouldn't yeah. hit There'd be heaps of people out in the smokers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. We hit them every time. Get inside of you, you're a fucking coward and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got to Maybe um, I might steal it off you and just print it yeah. on your shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get out of the smokers are for cowards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's awesome to see crowds like that get involved and really sure. um, fuck with something especially that none of them could have possibly heard before. Yeah. So, mm, definitely. Um, that's the best feeling when like they don't owe anything to us. Like they don't know us personally, but like they, when like when they really click with our music or like the energy that we bring, like that's the best feeling. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As Sahada mentioned earlier with our like uh, writing process, um, we all try and like contribute our own sort of things and interests into what we do. Yeah. Um, I definitely, when writing like vocal parts, I think about crowd reaction. I okay. Think about how would this slap in like a crowd of like hardcore moshes, like what's going to hit hard. Yeah. Um, and that's my primary goal with that. That's a good goal to have, like I think, to like gauge the reaction. Because a lot of the times like you're playing to new crowds until you've built your own crowd big enough to come see you on the regular basis. So like if you're playing to new people all the time or for like a year, it's better to have shit that like sticks in their head where they're like, I'm going to find that band and like fuck with them. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, that's good. Actually, shit. I, I guess that's um, bit of a. It's almost, for lack of a better term, the the amity affliction um, <laughs> like template where you yeah. make like a catchy riff and then you throw in something heavy and people are singing that riff constantly and they're like, all right, well, let's back for that song. Yeah, <laughs> and then but- you do it for four albums and then yeah. you stop caring and then you yeah. change it completely and people hate you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like Amity's been doing the same shit for years. Where yeah. did old Amity go? Yeah, yeah, that is something new. And everyone's like, "This is poo." It's like, yeah, oh, "Drag the Lake" is probably one of the best songs I've ever written. Hey, yeah, it's good. Actually, it's I, I just heard they sick. they dropped that new song yesterday. Oh like, yeah, oh, I haven't listened actually, to that yet. It's actually kind of fucking heavy, and I, yeah. I get around it. Yeah, that's like the thing everybody's been saying is like they're going back to heavy. It's like I don't oh. even think they were like an overly heavy band in the beginning. They were just like a metalcore band, like a pretty standard metal. Like they were front runners in Australia. And like oh, it's just, it's fresh. definitely got some harsher vocals and like yeah, sick. a couple blast beats and that's what makes it like yeah, heavier. Fuck, yeah. But um, just a it's an amity song with a little bit of extra spice. Yeah, cool. Sick. Yeah. Amity X Lorna Shaw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait for the collab. <laughs> yeah, that'd be <laughs> sick. Cool. <laughs> so that's the journey like through the scene for you guys, but like. You said you guys started like through COVID. What was that like? Because I was kind of in the same boat where like starting up pre-COVID, working on everything through COVID, and then as it ends, start playing shows. So we were actually um, sort of similar. Like we were together. We knew each other before yep. COVID and stuff, but things really started picking up and get coming together. Um, we had our very first venue show booked and then COVID postponed. That was like, uh, it was like early April, 2020. Yeah. Um, and we were like, yeah, fuck it, yeah, ready for it. Um, we got a message from the venue, like, oh, we've got to shut down. We'll 
we'll try reschedule in like three weeks. We're like, yeah, sick, easy. Yeah. Uh, flash forward like three weeks becomes nine a year months. and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to December. And at that point, we were like, fuck this. The, the uh, household restrictions had changed, but no venues were operating. Yeah. So you could have like up to 50 people in your house, but no one had, um, no one had a venue. Yeah. So we went, um, again, the fuck it attitude. We, uh, Thought like let's just get everyone who was going to come to the venue show and we'll do it in like my garage right here. House um, show, so, yeah, house yeah, show. Sick. So we set up the rig, got like the sound system going and stuff. And, and it was like, like it wasn't like a it was proper. Yeah. yeah, still not not the worst sound system we've played with. That'll happen. So, um, That'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> venues will get you. Oh, we have live <laughs> yeah. music all the time. Yeah, but, yeah okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, um, sure. Yeah, and then actually, um, that that popped off. That was a that was a real fun night. See, um, fuck yeah. yeah. It wasn't probably till like six months after that where, that we finally got back to the venue we were originally meant to play out for the first time. Yeah, yeah. But I think in saying that as well, it's like it's really been sort of COVID and since COVID that like we have been like a proper band, but we've been playing music together for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it sort of started like, so our drummer, Evan and I are childhood friends. So like yeah. since we were about like 13, we just started like learning instruments and we would just muck around and bit by bit like that became a hobby where we would meet um like almost every other day after school and just like yeah. either listen to music and then eventually start writing music um or writing in the sense like edwin is like was definitely the brains behind it i was just the ideas guy okay uh, <laughs> i was actually the uh the drummer back then as well oh yeah and then we, it got to about uni where we had like maybe three or four songs um where it was like actually a song it wasn't just like a semblance of just like riffs. yeah and then we met Reese in uni and then kind of he, like he added to that where like Reese brought in his own flavor. And then like just before COVID hit, that's when we met Brendan. And it was like only when we met Brendan that it like really started like it kind of clicked and it came together yeah. where it wasn't just like songs that lived on a hard drive. Um, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was one day like, hey, how about we actually like release those songs? And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's rad. That's wild. So it was like, you've known each other and then like just doing it for fun and then you're like all right let's fucking go oh there was a stage where um we um went through a few different vocalists and then they like life gets busy and then they got no more time for band and stuff and then it was just uh, me edwin and sahada again um just playing sort of guitar drums bass playing the same songs we've been drilling for a while yeah and one day i was like fuck this boys i'm just gonna play like fucking something I know and I'm just going to yell along to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sick. And, and we were like, Hey, it was, it was all right. So I had to kind of learn how to do um like fry vocals, false yeah. chords and all that from there. And, um, I think it was more a discussion of like, like obviously we wanted to keep playing music, but we're just like, Hey guys, can any of us sing? And then we're like, nah. And then it's like, Reese, by default, like you're now like the front man. Let's just play. Heavy yeah. Music. yeah. Still can't, uh, still can't really can sing, but I can, uh, I, I can make a dirty noise. Yeah, man, singing but, um, sucks. Fuck singing. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a it's a tough one, but um, yeah. we'll get there one day. But yeah, um, yeah. but now it's still all all the harshes. And then Brendan came in, like Sada mentioned, with yeah. his talents, and he's got a, a, a nice singing voice. Sick. Um, plays a bunch of different instruments, but he's he's on bass with us. Yeah. Um. Um. Then yeah, it just sort of fell together. Yeah, that's excellent. That's so sick. So it was like a real natural progression of a band instead oh, of like the grind of I'm gonna find somebody that can sing and play bass and do this and yeah. do that and bring this to the band also. And it's fucking rad yeah. to hear like a real natural like you guys just came together for sure. 
Oh, I couldn't even yeah. imagine playing with like uh, session musicians that like weren't your mates or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, and yeah, things definitely did sort of. We built the band around the skills we had. Yeah, just that's a really like genuine place to come from. So it's not like you're trying to do something that was like unmanageable. You're just like, this is what we do. Well, that's yeah. even that that statement alone is like my favorite part about hardcore. I always thought. Yeah. My favorite bands are the ones that are the most genuine. Like, yeah. what I've mentioned them like eight times. I don't even like them that much, but like the eight Parkway docos there are, I'm always like, that's legit, you know? Yeah, Just yeah. the boys being boys. Yeah. Just like a bunch of meatheads from Byron being like, just hanging out, play like fucking beatdown. It's cool. Awesome. And then Craft awesome. is like, who the fuck are these guys pooing on each other? <laughs> Make them yeah. fucking mega stars. As, as soon as I get off Big Brother, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crafter on Big Brother is my fucking favorite. That shit rigged. Best thing. So rigged. <laughs> so, so good. He's actually spoken about it. He did a podcast where like he spoke about being on Big Brother, where he was like, ah, oh, fuck this, I'm leaving. And they were like, please don't go. We'll pay you more to stay. And he's like, he's nah, I'm going on tour. Like, I'll make way more money. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I remember the opening credits that he's there. He's got the um, the highlighting his tattoos and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The time it was like, ooh. And he's like, yeah, I'm in a hardcore band from fucking like Australia. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Fucking tough as hell. But um, Wearing all mistake brand clothing and shit. Oh, that was the one. Uh, <laughs> Wearing all shit. I love, I love referring to him as like the uh, the Kyle Sandylands of hardcore. Oh, yeah. He's so um, funny. I love it. He yeah, kills like, me. It, just, it, it adds up. Yeah, he's a rad. He seems like a rad dude. Now that he's like a bit older, not like trying to make people think he's a dickhead oh. online. Oh, he definitely like mellowed out and was like, "Oh, I'm actually an alright bloke." And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. It's fucking sick. Yeah, you you can you. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so what's next for you guys? You have a single coming out as of recording this. You said tomorrow, but this will probably be a couple of weeks after that. So let's talk about that. That's all good. Um. Yeah. Do you want to? Uh, I'll let you take this one, Zada. Yeah. So, in, in terms of the single, or what's next? Just both. Uh, the single. Oh, both. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Single comes out uh, December second. Public Enemy. Yep. And I think well, I'll, may, I'll maybe give a bit of background to this. And in saying that, maybe I'll, I'll talk about our songwriting process as well, because I think so. Edwin, our drummer, um, is I guess our main composer, and it always starts with usually one of the other, like the other three of us, coming to Edwin with an idea and. Uh, and then Edwin kind of brings it to life in a sense, like you might start with a riff or like a set of melodies or like even just like an idea. And yep. then like he kind of puts it together to actually make it work from like a music sense. And yeah. we actually wrote this song during, it was during lockdown, right, Reese? It like, was. It... Either during lockdown or COVID, like one of those like weird kind of. Um... I remember we wrote it in the same garage we played that show. Oh, yeah. sick. <laughs> I think it might have been like even like a couple of weeks after. And so like usually when like whoever comes up with the idea, we give them like carriage. It's like of like it's your vision. Yeah. Um you lay down like the groundwork. Um Edwin can make it make sense and the rest of one rest of us will just kind of fill in um with our elements and just kind of put the icing on top type okay. thing. And this time like it was kind of like Reese's baby where he's like, guys, I have an idea. Um and it started off with like I just want to have heavy beatdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a heavy mosh track. And yeah. I was like, Edwin, picture if it went like, dun, 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 and he was like, made a song. So, um, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it just came about with like literally re saying, like, 
I want I want something heavy. This is what's in my head. And he was literally just talking out what's in his head. And I think Brendan then came up with a riff, um, which is sort of like kind of prominent throughout the song. Yeah. And we're like, yep, that's, that's the one. And then Edwin started putting it together. And then bit by bit, we kind of just added like the layers to it. And Reese, I don't know if you want to talk about the lyrics and sort of what it's about, but I think it sort of follows that same vein of like that, that same energy. Um, and I think we always write our vocals after that. We're like, we're, we have the idea, we have the song. Yeah, yeah. We have like most of it tabbed out and then we figure out what we want it to really be about and mean based off of that. Like we kind of let the song dictate where the lyrics should go. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So um, the vibes of the song, are obviously very heavy. Um, so I thought the lyrics should match. Um, I don't love talking about lyrics too much because I like leaving it up to uh, listener interpretation. Yeah. I feel like even if there is a very clear cut meaning, you've got your own way to relate to something. But yeah, um, yeah it's definitely a bit of a, like a, a self-loathing, um, hopeless kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, but uh, that being said, though, I think the um, the sort of chorusy riff is very catchy um, combined with, as we usually do, some, some tough fucking breakdowns. Fuck yeah, sick. Breakdowns mm. are sick. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah, fucking. I think I think I remember when we wrote that song. I had to actually like argue with Reese of like we need a chorus where there's some leads and there's a bit of like <laughs> there's like there's released all no, the tension. No chorus. Like, oh, no, no, I just want breakdowns the whole way through. But it's hundred percent got two breakdowns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two breakdowns, mostly verses. Good. Um, but so that comes out. Um, Tomorrow, sorry. Yeah. I'm, tomorrow I'm is recording. Yeah, mm -hmm. tomorrow is the day of recording. And then after that, so as I said, we've got, since we've been writing and sort of been playing music together for quite a while, like we have quite a lot of songs that are in the works that we're really ready to kind of share with everyone. And I yeah. think how we kind of set out um, as a band was we wanted to start off with almost like releasing our heavy songs first just to see how people take it. Yeah. Um, and then once we get kind of confident with the process, we want to come out with like, uh, not so I wouldn't call it softer songs, but more m melodic tracks, yeah. uh, just to show that like other side of us. Um, Which, so although I've definitely talked about my, um, my love for breakdowns, but, um, I do think it's great to incorporate, um, melodic, melodic part sections, um, yeah. melodic songs. In fact, a lot of my, um, favorite EPs are, are a blend of all, everything. You might yeah. have one song that's particularly heavy, but then um, other ones that are just pure catchy. Yeah. Pure catchy yeah. Uh, harmonies, everything. Because I think that shows our other kind of interest in a way. Like, so Edwin, our drummer, listens to a lot of math rock, and um, Brendan listens to a lot more like technical bands. And like, both of us really like yeah. bands like Dance Cam and Dance and Closure in Moscow, which had like more like intricate leads. So, like, we wanted yeah, to yeah. really showcase that element um, in our next kind of set of songs. So, we're hoping to release that next year. Yeah, and then I think in the interim to that, it's just like really making our presence felt in the local scene, um, yeah. playing bigger, better, and as many shows as we can, just to get in front of as many people. Because um, yeah. I think now that we've gotten to the point that I think we feel kind of confident as a band, we're like, like we know our identity and we know like we want what we want to do. I, I think we really just want to share that with other people, yeah. and just see how they react. If they if they take to it, great. If they don't, like that's something we can learn from. Um, and maybe they can resonate, you know, with our songs in a different way. But just getting in front of as many faces as we can. For sure. This is going to end in a minute, but just hit the link. It'll just drop you straight back in. Yeah, easy. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so we've, we've probably played um, 
almost nine or ten shows over the last from January to now. Yeah, see, um, I think it's been about like every month and a bit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's a good healthy like way to kick off is like playing as often as possible. Yeah, yeah. we did um with some um bands from like slightly different genres. We actually, I think you might have um you did an interview with them uh, lately, but um uh, Haraway. Uh, yeah, Banksy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Banksy. <laughs> yeah. Lo- lovely dude. Um, he um he was gracious enough to let us open for them at their um uh, uh Australia tour. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, so we got to do the Sydney leg. And let's do it. Yeah, so sorry. Um, where was it? Oh yes, he was gracious enough to let us open for um Paraguay and um yep. Days of Deceit. Um, those guys on their Triple Threat tour that was real fun. Fuck yeah. Um. Singe, um, yeah, Singe. We played um, yeah. a band called Modality. Okay. Um, they were on their East Coast tour and we got to do the Sydney leg with them. That was great. Um, uh, we're good mates with another band in the area, Bloodshot. They're um, a great bunch of young dudes coming up coming up yeah. in the scene. You're going to be hear, hearing about them real soon. Fuck yeah. Super um, talented dudes. When was that Singe show? That was... that was the same show with Haraway. Oh, the same one? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. yeah. I was like, we were meant to play with Singe when we like we were on tour in August and we got hit up when we were in Melbourne to play with Singe. And I was like, mm, I get married that weekend. I don't know oh. how to play that. <laughs> no, nah, like, well, hear me out. Have your wedding at the show. Uh, no, the wife let me go on tour, so I don't think she'd be like down for me to be like, mm, we just got married <laughs> yesterday. Can I play in Sydney? <laughs> That'd be worth it. <laughs> no, she hates Sydney. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's not bad for shows, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Smelly oh, city. Yeah. Oh, fair. I've been to all the capital cities this year for work, and um, yeah, it's different. It's different all around. Adelaide. But, um, I just got back from Adelaide this week, and yeah, look, it's uh, it's all right. It's all right, but it's no, it's no Melbourne or well, Sydney. I, or Brisbane. I'm nice, nice humble braggeries. Just, just casually. Yeah, I've been all around. <laughs> yeah. I've oh, been all about, around Australia. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> think about petitioning for uh, Adelaide to be changed to Adelaide and Keith to be the capital <laughs> of South Australia. <laughs> Keith SA, <laughs> fucking I would, I would, that town slaps. Bro, I want to be in Keith. Yeah, <laughs> I had a <laughs> I had a glizzy in Keith, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> Sick. That's it. I love it. But yeah, so um, so it's been a fairly big year for us for like yeah, uh, shows and stuff along that vein. Um, but I guess right now we're working on our lives. Well, anything those shows all taught us. Um, we took a little bit away from each show and each band. Yeah. Um. They all taught us a little bit about like uh, what direction we should be heading in, what things maybe we needed to improve or look at. Yeah. So right now we're really focusing on our live sound. Um, yep. Brennan's actually very hard at work at getting us sorted with um, um, a whole bunch of different like programming and stuff. A yep. bit more, um, bit more, bit more extra flair, like a couple like little cool opening clips. Yeah. Um, because uh, people eat that up. Yep. We have it now. We there, just before we went on tour, go. we tried it out in Brisbane. We got like some, like. EDM type shits and like rap beats and I was just like fuck awesome sick and play awesome. like drop G <laughs> fucking riffs at people just fucking fantastic eat them eat my riffs <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I want yeah dude no that's sick I think like being a sort of new like because it's your first let's from what the, the conversations like taught me is like it's your guys first real run at the scene yeah. so like coming in 100%. you're not going to be like how like I'm like fucking eight, nine years deep in playing live shows. Like, so you guys are learning all the things that like I learned when I was like 20 
and shit. Mm. User learning now and like learning quickly because you're older, obviously. Like being a kid, mm. you're like, oh, I don't need to do shit. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but like well, funny, a lot, a lot of that was um part of that was almost our exact mentality around a lot of things. We thought like, oh, we've got this and that'll be good enough. And yeah. then we sort of settle into having that thing and we're like, what's the next thing? Yeah. Um once you I mean, see something for too long, you're like, this is just this isn't it. It was it, but now exactly. it's not. Exactly. And yeah. then um, but it's good. It's a always striving for improvement. Um yep. what we can do better, what's gonna hit harder. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a massive I, I learning experience. Like, I think it's a constant feeling that we have of like any band we see that's like a bit bigger or like kind of really established, it's like we know we can get there and we have yeah. what it takes. So it's more like just chasing that. Well, yeah. what do what do to do that and then yeah. we work it out do it what do for the next thing yeah we'll do your own way like your spin yeah, exactly. on, on their thing that is different enough where they're not going to be like you fucking stole my shit exactly exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, every everything's got to be i mean you gotta you want to stay true to yourself you know, in, for sure in but a very like, real way like seeing things that you're like we can do that and that will benefit us because that seems like a thing that we do exactly yeah oh even, even even our music in general i feel like there's a very real chance um things could blow apart it be conformed to a certain sound something mm. we know is very in right now i mean we could we could take a like like an alpha wolf type band and be like well let's just be alpha wolf too yeah and um start but doing that shit and in saying probably that eat it up more there's like fucking a hundred of them it's the same thing when like <laughs> Architects got real big, and then everybody yeah, was like, yeah. "Let's be an architects band and play the fucking yeah. same riffs." And like, yeah. I hate that shit. I'm just like, "Fucking, the, who uh, you? What is it like the eight bar vocal intro yeah. that ends in a bang? Like, big bless. I love it. Yeah, I'll eat it up every time. But like, I, I don't want only from architects. All I want is yeah. from architects. Don't give it to <laughs> exactly. me from like twenty exactly. fucking local bands that can't yeah. play as good. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like we've we've always been pretty adamant on like having well fi- having our own sound, yeah, and like pushing taking that as far as we get, and like not really caring what's in or out, yeah, just doing that, yeah. Oh fuck it, stay true to yourself. About, like, yeah, yeah, like, and it's more about like how do we convey that sound in the best way when we play live or in a recording? It's like what are the bits we can learn each time? Yeah, like obviously you want people to like what they're hearing, but um, yeah. at the same time, like. Fuck them. Do what you want to do. If you don't like it, what's um, the point of doing it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're not having fun, who cares? Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. Cannot cannot have put it better myself. That's sick. <laughs> cool. So oh. that's what's next is like working your way through your local scene, new song, new songs in the new year, and just fucking mm. pumping it out. Yeah. Sick. That's right. Fuck yeah. Cool. Mm. Well, this has been a really sick chat. Yeah, uh, thanks, fun. <laughs> thanks for doing the podcast. It was fucking cool. No, Is thank there, you, man. Thank you very much. Else? Thank you for having us. Oh, anytime, anytime. If there's anything else you guys want to talk about, we'll fucking um, do it. But well, I hope we can hitch up again when we eventually drop an album, hopefully next year. Um, but for now, we want to leave the listeners with a bit of Public Enemy. Stream it everywhere. Yeah, where you listen to it now. <laughs> Wherever Fuck. you're hearing this podcast now, yeah, you're in the same place. Dorks, listen to this shit. You fucking dorks. <laughs> Save it. Playlist it. Repeat it. Yeah. Share yeah. it. Yeah. See. What's up? Cool. We'll hit the top five bands and we'll get the fuck out of here. Fuck yeah. Well, um, God, I'm in there with uh. Well, I fucking love a bit of Alpha Wolf. Did you open your um, rap? 
No, I didn't even open my wrap. And it wasn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like how my wrap looked this year. So I'm not touching it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I got an alpha whoop in there. Um, yep. I'm going to throw in Northland because they're one of my early loves. Okay. Um, and I fucking love them for a long time as well. Um, God, I want to, oh, knock loose, knock loose is in there. I like body this snatcher. Is, and the best. Thank you, bro. <laughs> also, <laughs> for, for Northland, you, we're going to get into it. Adrian and Marcus. <laughs> Okay, so hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. No, okay, I know what you're going to say first. Yeah, I already biased. know what you're going to say based yeah, on that. He's that. biased. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He loves, okay, no, listen, okay, hear me out. Here's my uh, arm bias as well, but like, no, Marcus is fantastic. Marcus is actually, I, I think Marcus is a far better vocalist technically and everything. 100%. There's a big butt coming. There's a big butt coming. There is, there is, and it's I'll, factual. I'll, I'll, it's a factual I'll, butt. It's a it's a little, but I just think Adrian had a bit more of that Aussie hardcore grit yeah. at the time. He was like, more um, like real, I think. I, like I fucked with, like I fuck with Marcus still heavily, heavily yeah. fuck with Marcus. Love love everything they've dropped. Um, it's been great, but um, I still Adrian. Yeah, like, <laughs> yes. miss, miss my guy. Like, yeah. but um, now nah, Marcus first, is still great. His first two albums fantastic. were just incredible. Bloom still yeah. singularity might be one of my top albums of all this time. It's fucking awesome. Marcus is a great vocalist, great lyricist. Fantastic. They're bigger now than they've ever been with him. But he's, fuck, he's, those, he's those first two albums. On paper, on paper, he's better than Adrian in every way. But there's just a little bit of fucking spice yeah. there. Somewhere. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's just something but, about that dude. Uh, Maybe it's the like mystery of what he's doing now. No one knows. Maybe that's the uh, lore uh, of it. I, I, I know, I know exactly where that <laughs> motherfucker is because, yeah, I was at uni and I, he started a uni course. He was doing psychology. He's oh. a psychologist now. Well, good for yeah. him. He, he freed the mind and now he's freeing everyone's minds. Yeah, what a good guy. But, yeah. but uh, you're, I, I you're so like, hard up here. No, just just on the the, the North Lane debate because I feel like yeah. I had, have to add my two cents now. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. it really depends like what you gravitate to. Like exactly like typical hardcore exactly. sound. Like Adrian's a guy, but I don't think North Lane would be what they are now. Where no, like they have like, right. a lot more kind of technical elements, say like prog rock elements, and where they really kind of created this own sound if they didn't no. have market. That's very correct as well, I think. And they, they put me to like, sleep. You... <laughs> <laughs> no, not, I still for me, not exciting. They're not as no, exciting I, as I they still, used to be. I still fuck with it, but like I gotta if you're gonna make me rank my Northland albums, it's like singularity discoveries. Yeah. Um so on, so on, so on from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Marcus was in a band called Sound of Seasons, which yes, he was. they weren't around for too long, yep. but um, they they were awesome. Like Edwin and I still kind of refer to them in kind of in terms of inspiration. Hmm. It's good. It's where um, it all started for him. That's understandable. But um, so out of top five bands though? Uh, Ooh, I think you gave yeah. me four. Was, oh, I gave you four. Yeah, sure. it was oh, Northlane. Oh, we got Northlane, Alpha, Alpha Wolf. Uh, knock loose, body snatcher. Yeah. Um. Oh, right now, just because I'm digging them real hard, pale face. Yeah. From uh, Switzerland, I believe. Yep. Real cool, heavy band. Woo! Filthy. All right, let's go. Ooh, my list. Okay, no particular order. Um. Yep. And these are probably all really kind of out there bands, but uh, probably number one would be Survive Said the Prophet. Um. So it's a band based out of Japan um, yeah. that we're friends with, and they're they're awesome. And I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they come to Sydney or in Australia uh, in the next year or so. Yeah, Fuck like they're, they're big in Japan. They're, they're awesome. Uh, 
then another band, apologies in advance, but I'll probably name a few Japanese bands. Uh, another That's one's weird. Noisemaker. Okay. Uh, yeah. They're like kind of like Japan's Linkin Park. They're, they're okay. awesome as well. Like very kind of like new metal kind of rap core uh, stuff. And it's like when I saw those two bands plus Crystal Lake, which is almost yeah. also on my list, like I was at a point where like I wasn't really sure I wanted to do music anymore. Like this yeah. when we were in uni, like, oh, I should just keep this as a hobby and nothing more. But then I saw those three bands and that's when I was like, I want to do the band thing. Yeah. Um, so I have to kind of respect those three bands, I reckon. Then um, there's another band it's based out of the US called Belmont. Okay. Um, like really boppy, kind of fun, kind of guitarists, uh, okay. which kind of like I kind of really take a lot of influence from. Um, and then there's another band out of Japan, but their guitarist is amazing called Artists. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot so of clearly, like, my interests are very come out yeah. of Japan, though. No, I think that's like, Ooh. that's a different take on like, top five favorite bands of all time because it's usually just like the classics but like to hear like bands that like other people can just go discover now for like the first time after hearing this i think is more interesting well to shamelessly self-promote that's why people should go listen to us we're a, a weird fusion of a lot of weird shit that people may get may fuck with may not fuck with but yeah. like go listen to it anyway fuck yeah sick yeah <laughs> like, i reckon if people listen to like actually all our songs that are on it's like you you'll hear that like the Varied sort of yeah style. Some of like, the, I remember some like, yeah. Also, like, like some previous like, feedback we've gotten even is like says a lot of the same shit. Like it's like I'm not quite sure what to call this, but I yeah. like it. Yeah, that's what you are. I feel like now everything's like too much. Like this is this, and that's what it mm-hmm. is. So then when you do something different, everyone's like, oh, "Fuck, where where's the old thing that I like?" <laughs> but like if you're just doing a bunch of stuff that you like, then it's just it is what it is. Yeah, mm. and I think. For us, it's like because so many of our songs we wrote like over like years, like the mm. song Rice Fields that Reese was talking about, we wrote that oh, song, song we wrote together. Yeah, and we did that in like mm. 2013, 2014. So like at that yeah. point oh. in time of our lives, like that's the sound that represented us. Yeah, yeah. And like the song that's coming out, Public Enemy, um, or it will be out by the time people hear this. It's like yep. during COVID we wrote that. And it's like at that point in time, that's how we were feeling. Yeah. Um, mm. which i kind of like that journey of it's like kind of it's almost like a snapshot of who we were at a point in time when we released exactly exactly that's it that's a real like pure place to come from instead of like Mm. chasing what people are going to listen to it's like this is just what it is it is what it is we we don't we never even think about it like yeah yeah. other than like how far can we push ourselves creatively or like what challenge can we like try next in a song but even that is more like a out of a like it's a it's a fun challenge that we set yeah. ourselves or some, something fun that we want to try. Yeah, fuck, yeah. that's crazy. This is a different way to look at music. <laughs> yeah, yeah so like, Interesting. Like, on the sense, I, I really love having the conversation with, like, other people in bands, which other music, mm. musicians in general, of, like, how they yeah. see music, how do they write, like, what's their process. Yeah, yeah. I find everyone, like, looks at it so differently. Like, yeah. even in the sense of, like, when you, when you hear a song, what are you listening to? Um, like what makes you like a song, not like yeah. a song, or um, when you write, like how do you write? Like do you go lyrics first? Do you go instruments? What do you mm. care about? What do you don't care about? Like I find that everyone's answer is really, really different. Um, and yeah, like yeah, I, that, that's what I don't know. It makes me enjoy music because like everyone engages with it so differently. 
Yeah, because it's like such a white, like there's no rules to it. As much as like people try to put rules on it, like there's none. There's literally none. We could drop an album of just white noise and call it, you know, Deep Core. You could. See how it goes. I don't know how I don't know how it would go, but I think you could. <laughs> and with that, I want to announce my solo project. <laughs> yeah, yeah. White noise for white boys. <laughs> Stop giving me ideas, man. <laughs> yeah. No, that's interesting. Cause even like when I write songs, like there's one song I wrote that was like I had just like a rough idea on like maybe a guitar part, and then I wrote like a verse for it, and I was like, oh. What if the drums did this to that vocal line? And I was like, fuck, like, all right. And then I just wrote a whole song based on like mm. that one verse. Mm. This whole song just fucking became a thing. And then there's other songs mm-hmm. where I'm just like sitting here with my guitar for ages. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like what would, what would Josh Travis from a Muir yeah. do? <laughs> like, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it's, just, it's just that. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, it's That's a, a- different process for everybody even mm. different processes for the same person mm. Mm. yeah I think, I think even within our band it's like we all express music so differently like i'd say like edwin and brendan are, are i guess maybe properly trained musicians so like yeah they'll express things in terms of like actual music theory or concepts um whereas like reese and i is like like I think Reese, because his background's as like a drummer, he'll just like literally explain things in sounds. He's like, yeah. I just want to go like a do 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 do, or like a <laughs> ramp down, yeah. and then the snake. Yeah, goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. I exactly. play drums too. Exactly. So like, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Whereas like I'm full of feelings, and like I'll be like, I'll be giving like the others like a fucking list of like words and expressive feelings of like how I want yeah. the song to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I've this. Literally want this note I've to make me behind feel like this. Edwin. I see. I watch Edwin typing all about all the tabs, and I sit behind him. It'll be like slower, slower. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Make that halftime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> halftime. That and Snare has to go ghost note. And then and then and then I'm gonna go. Yeah, and it's gonna be sick. Real caveman shit. That's the good stuff. Love it. That's sick. Cool. Well, I'll get I'll get out of you guys here. Thanks for doing the podcast again. No, thank you, man. Thanks for having us. It's been fun. Anytime done for another week a huge thank you to reese and sahada for joining me on the podcast and having a really good talk with me it was fucking sick i back these dudes and what they do heavily go check out their new single public enemy wherever you listen to music it's really fucking cool shit and also check out them on social media lotus born on facebook and lotus born underscore underscore on instagram they have a link tree on their instagram so that'll take you to all their links to everything you need to hear about from them now, my shit. Big things coming, fucking idiot. Um, we're doing some shit. Shokan has had a little reshuffle. Um, and we're doing some new things. We're doing some really cool things, some new things, some exciting things. 2023 is going to be a pretty neat year if it keeps going the way that it's looking. Um, and that's pretty much all I have to say on that. So if you listen to Heavy Sweater, you don't know, I'm in a band. I'm in a band called Shokan. Um, and we're pretty cool. Uh, yep, so go check us out. We'll be putting something out very soon. Again, something new very soon. Again. <laughs> My brain's fried. I'm fucked. Uh, yep. The, uh, the rails of... Like, this has gone off the rails. This is a fucking abortion of an episode now. Uh, yep. 
listen next time I put an episode out. Who the fuck knows when that's going to be? Uh, who's the episode going to be? Let's find out now together. Who's next week's episode? Next time's episode, not even next week. It is... It is Cooper from Bad Neighbor. <laughs> uh, yep. I'll probably, like, the last of these, are uh, like, the last ones I'll be shitting on Adelaide. I probably won't shit on Adelaide again for a while after this. Um, so, yeah, if you're in a band and you want to be on the podcast and you're listening to this, go hit me up, please, and I'll honestly try to link something up. I am so fucking shit with time at the moment. Um that I forget to talk to people sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, fucking hit me up next week, or so two weeks from now, and we'll put out a new episode. It'll be Cooper Riley from Bad Neighbor. Thanks. Thanks.